Tips and Tricks for Photographing in Low Light Before we get right into night photography and astrophotography and their differences, I want to talk a little bit about the skill that is low light photography. If you've never done any night photography before, you might want to start with at least a little bit of light and work your way up to it. Some factors that you need to know are that your camera will require a faster ISO than usual, and that you'll need either a slower shutter speed or a wider aperture, and in some cases, both. You should also make use of a tripod in low-light situations, whether indoor or outdoor, and you definitely need a tripod in full darkness. So what do your camera settings need to look like? Well, for one, I might suggest that when you first get to your location, you do a meter reading of the overall space and of the object that is your middle gray. The middle gray will allow you to get an accurate exposure as opposed to metering off your subject, which may be overly light, or in this case probably dark, for accurate exposure. If you don't have access to a professional grade meter, they're very expensive, then you have one of two options, and personally I've found both to be pretty successful. You can either set your camera on program mode and let it provide you with an accurate exposure, which you can then adjust, take a reading both for the scene as a whole and for middle gray to see which will work out the best, or take a meter reading with the app Pinhole Assist. I believe that this app costs between $1 and $2. However, I would recommend paying it because it's the only metering app that provides consistently accurate results. Even if you've used program mode to get an accurate exposure, you might have to adjust for a wider aperture or a longer exposure depending on your preferences. And you still also have to determine the proper ISO for the situation. ISO determines how sensitive your camera sensor is to light, and your ISO setting also affects the amount of noise you're going to have present in your images. Naturally, we all expect night photography to be a bit grainier than we would normally like to have, but let's talk about some ways to counteract this. I can't count the number of times I've seen photographers go completely overboard with ISO, and the camera manufacturers are certainly not helping that problem. New DSLRs go up to ISOs I cringe to even think about, even though as the technology develops, the grain is getting smoother and smoother. Even so, you have to think about the fact that an increased ISO is going to cause an increase in noise, and no matter how good the technology, so much grain that it becomes distracting from the actual image is never a good thing. So hold your horses and resist that urge to pump your ISO all the way up to 6400 or more. Assuming that most people shoot in a range between 400 and 800, and that's good and smooth, we don't want to go too many stops beyond that. Find your right exposure, start at your normal ISO, and find the lowest one that works well. This might take some experimenting, test shots, and lots of adjustments. You'll notice, even if you use a program as a starting point, that the camera is going to automatically select longer exposures. With less light, the camera is going to compensate by letting in more light longer. Keep in mind that if you choose to stick with a very long exposure, you'll begin to be more susceptible to camera shake, general blur, and light trails. At around 1 30th of a second, you'll want to stop hand-holding and use your tripod. Some people are beasts and can hand-hold up to half a second, but unless you're truly steady-handed, I would not suggest it, especially in low light when you're already fighting a battle. If you don't want that, stabilize using a tripod and find a balance with your exposure and ISO. Unfortunately, depending on the situation, you might have to sacrifice grain for blur and vice versa. 
Another way to cut down on noise is to shoot in black and white. Because you don't have different colors to contend with, you don't have to worry about color casting. You also have the ability to clean up black and white grain, as long as it isn't in unreasonable amounts. Before you get started, be willing to take some test shots, make adjustments, and make the choices and sacrifices you think work best for your chosen aesthetic.